Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Well, let's first start with uh, what was a very, very good, riveting, and maybe a little strong as it wasn't a lot of give and take back and forth, but uh, one heck of a game uh, in Philly last night where the Philadelphia Phillies showed moxie, uh, showed, you know, stick to gritty, grittiness, any word you want to use, had all those characteristics going as they beat Atlanta uh, three to one. They had to rescue themselves from a couple of ninth inning and eighth inning and seventh inning uprisings by the Braves as the Phillies uh, get through the American, the National League Divisional Series and beat Atlanta for the second consecutive year in this round and advance into the ALNLCS where they'd be a huge favorite against the Diamondbacks. Home runs, of course, Castellanos, who we don't need, by the way, on TV. I know people probably think that's cute. Boy, he killed Matt Warren there on TBS. He wasn't exactly a ball of cherries on uh, MLB Network. I, if he thinks he's funny, I'm not laughing. I was bored. I mean, he had a great game. And don't get me wrong, he had a great series. Don't get me wrong. And he's he's got some toughness. Don't get me wrong. This is not about him and playing ability. This is about his antics. So, to, uh, you know, when the games are over, if you don't want to do the interviews, uh, don't do them. But go on there and act like an idiot. It makes Anyway, regardless, uh, I shouldn't even go there, but I feel like it. Uh, Atlanta, obviously, with Harper leading the way. Turner had a huge ball game too. The shortstop, uh, good performance out of Suarez. Thompson did a nice job with his bullpen. Uh, he took a chance with Stram with Strom in that ninth inning after he had used Kimbrel and Alvarado earlier than that. Went a little longer with Suarez into the sixth inning, or, or at least through five. I think it was in the sixth, right? I'd have to look when exactly he took him out. So from that standpoint, I think five and a third. Was that what it was? So that's good, too. So overall, the Phillies, who have a lot of moxie, who seem to be very committed, quote-unquote, the baseball term that you use this time of the year, they got a lot going on. I mean, that's that's the term you use. You can tell that uh, it seems to be going in every direction for the Phillies. And right now, you know, sometimes teams get that way. And right now the Phillies have that. They know how to win. Uh, they're hungry after losing last year in Game Six in Houston. Uh, they got a lot of veteran players who haven't won yet. Riamuto hasn't won yet. Harper hasn't won yet. Castellanos hasn't won yet. Turner hasn't won yet. Well, Turner won with Washington. I apologize. He didn't uh, with the Nationals in '19. But you get the idea. Uh, you know Wheeler hasn't won yet. Thompson hasn't won yet. Kevin Long been around a long time. So, so they got a lot happening right now, and they are going to be a tough. Uh, I, I think they have the most on the line uh, in the next couple weeks. Uh, they certainly are a huge favorite against Arizona. I'd be shocked if they lost. And, you know, if it's Houston, the pressure will be on Philadelphia. Nobody's going to kill the Astros if they lost, uh, having won last year's World Series against the Phillies. And if it's Texas, if Texas ended up losing a World Series, now that from a franchise perspective, you would say that's bad because that would be their third World Series that they would have lost. But as far as this particular edition of Rangers, no. So the pressure to me would be on Philly here from here on out. I think they really have to win it all, and we shall see. And I think right now they're the favorite. I think Houston, Philadelphia would be a hell of a World Series again. Uh, I think Philadelphia is better than they were last year, a little more experienced, number one. Manager's got a little more experience. Remember, he made that awful move in the sixth inning of game six last year when he took out Wheeler and brought Alvarado in for Alvarez. Made no sense. And Alvarez won the uh, World Series with the home run over center field. A bomb at minute made. We were there, so there you go. 
Uh, so from that standpoint, I think he's uh, advanced some. Their bullpen is better. So, I mean, I think Philadelphia right now is going to be uh, a tough – now, remember, if, if they – let's think about home field. They lost a series to Texas earlier in the year. So if they tied with Texas, Texas would get home field. Houston would get home field because they won the division. So they do not have home field no matter what as far as the World Series is concerned. So one, two, six, and seven uh, would be on the road. But the Phillies are going to be uh, very, very hard to beat. They got a lot happening right now. And they beat the Braves, and they play well this time of the year. And we all know how good they are in that ballpark. Um, to me, the bigger story right now, at least for today, is really more about Atlanta. Oh, uh, once again, you know, last year you give them a pass. You know, last year they had one in 21. So losing last year in 22, they had that great pennant race against the Mets. They came from way down to win the division. So, uh, you know, maybe that took a little bit out of them. The six-day layoff, maybe not quite accustomed to. Phillies had some momentum after that ninth inning comeback in St. Louis in the first game of the wild card series at Bush last year. So maybe you want to give the Braves a little pass. First year without Freeman. I mean, I, I can understand that if you want to do that. I gave him a pass, so I'm not going to make a big deal about the Braves last year, but I am going to make a big deal about the Braves this year. They get no pass. Uh, that was a horrendous performance. They scored eight runs in four days. They did not get good starting pitching. Uh, you know, Strider was not good enough last night. Pretty good in that second, in the first game, but he was not good last night. Three home runs and five plus innings for a guy who won 20 games. You got to get better than that. All solo, couldn't hold a one nothing lead. Got to do better than that. So he wasn't great. Obviously, Freed in the game that the Braves won was awful. And Elder, you know, uh, the room, the, uh, the the stage way too big was awful there in the third inning of game three. So the Brave pitching was terrible, but their bigger issue, and they got outpitched by Philadelphia, which is hard to do. I mean, Wheeler pitched better. Obviously, Nola pitched better, and Suarez pitched better. Uh, so they got outpitched, which, you know, all right, you figure that would have been a wash, but they got hit. They got out hit. And they did nothing from an outside of Austin Raleigh. And a little to know, they did nothing from an offensive perspective. Uh, and they got to take the hit there. They did, you know, they won 104 games. All we heard about all year long was this is prolific offense. This is the greatest quote-unquote offensive team we've ever seen. Nonsense. You are not labeled a great offensive team in baseball. This is not the Big Red Machine, okay? The Big Red Machine went in the World Series plays against the Yankees and the Red Sox, and they scored a billion runs. Against the Red Sox, they came from behind two or three times to win that series. Game seven, they were down 3 nothing. And they came from behind, and they, and they won that series. The next year against the Yankees, they scored a million runs. So the idea that somehow, some way, and Johnny Bench and everything else, no, 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 no. This, to, uh, to put this team on any kind of level like those historic teams is absurd. A lot of people compare this to the 53 Dodgers who had an incredible, I think it was 53, maybe in 52, 53 Dodgers who had an incredible offensive team. Campanella and Hodges and Ferrillo won the batting champion. Great offensive team. They lost to the Yankees but they scored a lot of runs in that series. So, I mean, they didn't lose because they couldn't hit. They lost because they couldn't pitch against the Yankees. I mean, they lost all sorts of crazy high-scoring games. So I'll give the Dodgers a little pass. They didn't close the deal either, but a little pass because they... Their offense was not the problem against the Yanks in the World Series. Uh, everybody says, well, the, they tied the Twins for the home run record with the 307. Who cares? Does anybody remember what the 2019 Twins did when they set that record originally? 
I do. They got mauled by the Yankees. So I don't want to hear about that either. The Braves who won 104 and had billion home runs. Again, nobody in America 10 years from now, nobody in America in spring training, and nobody in America here on October 13th, Friday, October 13th, gives a crap. They were awful from an offensive perspective in this series. They had three at-bats in the ninth inning yet last night when they had the tying run at first base with nobody out. I know it was the bottom of the order, but Rosario did get up there, was, was from hunger. It was atrocious. They did absolutely nothing from an offensive perspective. They got shut out in game one or they score a run. Uh, was it? Uh, did they score a run in game one? Maybe they scored a run. They Outside of two innings in game two, they got bombed in game three, never got a big hit, and an atrocious job in game four. So Atlanta to me, uh, you know, from an offensive perspective, we can throw that out the window about this is some great offensive team. As far as the specifics are concerned from yesterday's ball game, uh, you know, I'm not going to go too elaborate with this, but Pilar's got a score on that uh, play with uh, Acuna there when he hit the ball to left center and a wild pitch against Kimball. He's got a score in that, and that's in the seventh inning. He's got a score on that. I mean, you know, that's a, he's got two innings to go. There's two out. You know, getting a big hit there with two out is never easy. You got about a 28, 29% chance, and he's got to try to score. He would have scored easy, would have scored standing up. The game would have been 3 2 against a beleaguered Philly bullpen that blew game two and Kimball and Alvarado had already been used. That's a horrendous, horrendous scenario. Ozuna going to third base in the ninth. He got away with it, but that made no sense at all. He must go thrown out. What is he doing trying to make the, going to third base? His run means absolutely nothing. It's the guy behind him whose run is important. I mean, he got away with it again, but just horrendous, horrendous base running by Atlanta. And he barely did get to third base. That's the second thing. And then third thing, as I just mentioned, those at bats. I mean, that is a terrible, terrible group of at bats in the bottom of the on the top of the ninth inning. And if Pilar had scored in the bottom top of the seventh, they would have been in good shape because they would have hit. They would have tied the game if he had scored. Because all they would have needed in the ninth would have been a scenario where they needed a sacrifice fly. Instead of needing a hit, they would have needed a sack fly. So that was an absolute killer that Pilar didn't break for the plate on that wild pitch by Kimball in that seventh inning. So uh, just a, and then of course with those at bats, I'll give the, the kid shortstop a little break. Uh, but boy, you know, he's, he's new at this. I, I, I can't kill him too much with two out. But those at bats, the two previous were absolutely absolutely awful from Atlanta. And I think the big picture is simply this. Atlanta does not get a pass. I mean, baseball has become a little bit like the NHL. I mean, uh, you know, forget the NBA because the best team always wins anyway. So forget that. The NBA doesn't count. Playoffs in the NBA are worthless until you get deep in the postseason. The eighth seed's not beating the one seed. Outside of, you know, once in a great blue moon. Doesn't happen. But in baseball now, with such a crapshoot going on, this is a situation here where you are, you know, a, a, you you have to win in a postseason. Uh, you know, the Orioles, they get a little pass because, you know, for the first time they made the playoffs, had a big year. We're not going to go crazy with them. Minnesota won a series for the first time in ages, so maybe, and lost to the defending champs, so maybe you give them a touch of a pass. Although I don't because their offense was from hunger. But the Orioles, uh, I'm sorry, but the Dodgers and Braves and Milwaukee, they get no pass whatsoever. The, Bra the Brewers have been down this road before they stunk against Arizona. The Dodgers were, we spent some time on them yesterday, and the Braves don't get a pass. Now, the Dodgers have not won in a million years, pandemic season aside. So, I mean, you probably can get a little more on them than you can on Atlanta, but Atlanta doesn't get a pass in my book.
Absolutely not. Last year's one, I mean, they went 0-4 in Philadelphia in two straight years. They did not win a playoff game in Philadelphia. You got to win a playoff game in Philadelphia. If you're a great team that's won these 100 games. I mean, remember last year they won 100 games too. So they won 100 games two years in a row, won the division two years in a row, two years in a row, and in both years couldn't get out of their own way on, uh, on, uh, on Broad Street. What else do you want? That's not championship. That tells me that the team's overrated. That's not championship. And Acuna, you know what? He's the MVP. You can't bail out with the media. I don't care if you're mad at the media from the day before. Who knows? But you can't, you're the MVP of the sport. You had 40, 40. I know he's a young player, but you're going to win the MVP award. 40, 70, and everything else. We all know how great you are. You lost a you know, rough game. You had a good at bat in that one inning. Everybody's going to want to talk about a bat. You cannot bail on the media. In, a, in that sort of in an elimination game, you got to be there to answer a couple questions. That's a terrible job. And if they want to take you to the interview room, take you to the interview room. Acuna can't bail. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.